Before we get started today, I want to send you a special invitation. On Thursday, October 21st, from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 6 p.m. Pacific, the Center for Diabetes and Mental Health is hosting Reimagine T1D, an interactive virtual workshop that will help you define your vision in your life with type 1 diabetes and then give you practical tools and resources you need to achieve that vision. To register for this free event, go to www.reimagined1d.com. That's www.reimagined1d.com. Registration is free and open right now. I can't wait to see you there to help you redefine your vision for your life with type 1 diabetes. And now without further ado, let's get to the podcast. Welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman, and I invite you to join us as we talk candidly about the emotional challenges of living with type 1 diabetes. We'll give you actionable strategies to help you face these challenges head on, reduce your stress, and most importantly, live a full life without letting diabetes get in the way. Hey there, welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman. Do you ever go to your endocrinologist and feel like you have no control over the agenda of your appointment? Do you have things you want to talk about, but you have no idea how to bring them up, especially around your mental health? If so, you're not alone. On today's episode of the podcast, I want to talk about why it's so important for you to be assertive in letting your endo know what support you need around your mental health. And I want to give you some tools that you can use to make sure you get your mental health needs heard and addressed by your diabetes care team. I hope this is obvious and goes without saying, but you are the most important member of your diabetes care team. And because you're the most important member of the team, you're the captain of the team, you need to make sure that you are driving your medical appointments, that you're able to set the agenda and make sure that you get all of your questions asked. Now, I know this can take a little bit of a mindset shift. In our culture, we put doctors on a pedestal. And some of us feel like they're the boss, like they have the right to set the agenda, and we have to listen to them and and go along with whatever they're saying. I get that. But we have to shift that mindset in our diabetes care. If you're the captain of your team, you need to drive the agenda. Of course, you want to listen to your doctor's advice. Of course, you want to have their guidance and get information from them and let them follow the guidelines for diabetes care to make sure that you're safe and that you're getting the best treatment possible. But that doesn't mean that you have no say in the process. Now, you may be asking yourself, why would my diabetes care team even care about my mental health? The reality is, is your mental health has a big impact on your blood sugars. But more importantly, Hopefully, your endocrinologist and your diabetes care team are interested in you as a whole person, and that includes your blood sugars, but also how you're dealing with diabetes. Also, how you're dealing with diabetes has a big impact on your blood sugars. If you're feeling burnt out, if you're feeling anxious, that may explain some of the reasons why your blood sugars may not be in great shape right now. And having that knowledge gives them the information that they need to best help you and plug you into the right resources. But maybe the most important reason here is you are human. Yes, you have diabetes, but before you have diabetes, you're human and you have needs, you have experiences, you have feelings and emotions. And those things need to be taken into account in your diabetes care. 
not only because they impact your blood sugars, but because they impact you and your quality of life and how you feel about yourself. And hopefully your doctor cares about all of those things, not just your A1C. Now, I don't want to throw all the endocrinologists out there under the bus. There are lots of great endos out there who care about their patients and want to support you in any way possible. So please hear me say that first and foremost. And second of all, even if your endo doesn't ask you about your mental health, that doesn't mean that they don't care. There are lots of reasons why this may happen. The biggest one's time. You know, our healthcare system is, well, interesting to say the least. A lot of times endos are on a time crunch. They have lots going on, lots of patients to see. And so they have very limited time. And so the limited time that they have, they spend talking about what they know which is your A1C and other factors related to your diabetes management. So they can make adjustments to your pump settings and other things that they're very comfortable with. They may not even think about your mental health, not because they don't care. It's not what they're trying to look at. And combine that with a time crunch, it doesn't give them a lot of time to focus on anything except for your blood sugars. But I'd be willing to bet for most endos out there, if you let them know you're struggling and let them know what help you need, They'll provide you with whatever support that they can to help you to get to a better place. But remember, you're the captain of your healthcare team. And like the captain of any team, you have responsibility to make your needs known to your doctor so they know what's going on for you so they can best help you. As much as we wish that they were, doctors are not magicians and they're certainly not mind readers. They won't know what's going on for you unless you tell them and unless you make your needs known. We might wish they notice that something is not quite right with us. And they may, and they may ask questions. But for most endocrinologists, that's not going to happen. So you need to take a proactive role in making sure they know exactly what's going on for you and what you need from them. And that's a skill, a skill you're going to learn today. The first step to getting the support that you need from your healthcare team it's to make sure you know how you're doing emotionally right now. So often, we don't even know how we're doing. We may know something's not quite right, but we're not able to define it. Or you may not even be aware that something's off. You may be so used to feeling these things because you've been living with diabetes for so long. So being burnt out and anxious and frustrated and upset, those are all par for the course for you. So you don't even notice them anymore. But the reality is, is they really have an impact on you. They have an impact on your mood. They have an impact on your quality of life. And they have an impact on your diabetes management. So you've got to get clear with yourself about how you're doing. So you can clearly communicate that to your healthcare team so they can best help you. So how do you do this? I'm going to give you a couple suggestions here. First, ask yourself, what is most frustrating for me about diabetes right now? What bothers me the most? And you may have a long list of things or a short list, either way, but take a look at that and ask yourself for each one of those things you write on your list. Think, how is this situation affecting me? How is it affecting my quality of life? How is it affecting my blood sugars? How is it affecting my behavior, my relationships? You can also ask yourself some questions about some of the common emotional challenges that people with diabetes experience and ask yourself if you're experiencing them too. Ask yourself, am I feeling burnt out right now? Am I feeling anxious? Am I feeling hopeless or frustrated because of diabetes? And if the answer is yes to any of those questions, dig in a little bit more and ask yourself, what is making me feel most burnt out? What's making me feel most anxious? So you can define for yourself specifically how you're doing, 
what's going on for you, and what help you need. You may also want to take a look at your blood sugars, especially if there have been times when you've been out of range for some time. And your blood sugars can actually provide some pretty good clues to you about how you're doing emotionally. If you're really struggling to maintain in-range blood sugars, sometimes, not always, but sometimes, that can indicate that you're struggling emotionally. You may feel burnt out and so you're pushing diabetes away and not managing it well. You may be feeling anxious about low blood sugars and so you keep them high. And so looking at your blood sugars for clues about how you're doing emotionally and then work backwards to try to explain why your blood sugars may be high and how your emotions may explain why your blood sugars are high can give you a good idea about how you're doing emotionally. But the bottom line is you can't be clear with your healthcare team about how you're doing emotionally and what your needs are unless you know yourself. Once you have a chance to do an assessment for yourself of how you're doing mentally with diabetes, move on to step two. And step two is write it down. Write down exactly how you're doing. Be honest with yourself about what you write. No one's going to see it but you, but make sure that you are very clear how you're doing emotionally in your life with type 1 diabetes. And you want to write down not only how you're feeling, but you also want to be able to give some examples about how your feelings are impacting your life and especially impacting your diabetes management. Hopefully your endo won't need convincing, but giving them evidence and giving them clear connection between how you're managing diabetes and your emotional health not only helps them understand you better, but also may help them take your concerns more seriously, especially if you have an endo who wonders why emotional health matters. But that's a conversation for a whole other episode. Step number three, set the agenda for your appointment. And I want you to do this before you go to the appointment, not during the appointment. You want to have the agenda of the things that you want to talk about with your endo ready to go. Some of these things may be diabetes related. Some of these things may be related to your blood sugars or questions about technology. And those are all great. But if you have mental health concerns, make sure those are on your agenda. Make sure they're on the list of things that you must talk with your doctor about before he or she leaves the room. It's so easy for our appointments to get away from us. You know, the doctors are so rushed and we have places to be afterwards. It's not hard to forget to bring things up to your doctor, especially those things which they may not ask about and also that may be uncomfortable to talk about or uncomfortable to address with them. You want to make sure that those things are written down so that you know exactly what you want to talk about and exactly what you want to say. It's perfectly fine to write out a script about what you want to say and let your doctor know that you're reading off of a script or reading from notes because you want to make sure that you get your point across and you want to make sure you don't forget anything. From the information that you wrote down about your mental state, make sure you make some agenda items. Things like, I want to talk about my burnout and why I'm feeling so burnt out. And if there are any ways or strategies you can give me to feel less burnt out. They may be able to give you psychological strategies from this, but they also may be able to give you diabetes management strategies that can help you to navigate around the burnout or make things a little easier, take some of the burden off of you. But unless you bring those up to them, they're never going to know. I've been in this situation plenty of times where I've been in the doctor's office and I have things I want to talk about, but they're on my mind. And I forget about them and I'm driving home and remember, oh yeah, I want to talk to her about that. Making an agenda and writing the things down that you need to talk about that are not negotiable is a key part of getting your needs met 
with your endocrinologist, especially around your mental health. All of the things we've talked about so far have been before you go to your appointment. Now it's time to talk about how you address these concerns at your appointment. Step number four, and this is an important one, take a deep breath. I know how scary it can be sometimes to talk to your doctor and to be honest with them about how you're feeling, especially when you're struggling emotionally. Emotional challenges of type 1 diabetes, they can be embarrassing. You may feel shame or guilt about having them. And you may be embarrassed about talking to your doctor about what you're experiencing emotionally. You feel like you should be able to handle it and you're having a hard time. That's a tough conversation to have. So before having this conversation, I want you to take a deep breath and tell yourself, I can do this. It's going to be okay. And by having this conversation, I'm helping myself and making sure I get my needs met. Even though something feels scary, doesn't mean that it is scary. And just because you feel scared, doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. It means something's really bothering you, and you want to make sure that your needs are known. And making your needs known can be scary. I want to make sure that you know that whatever you're feeling before you go into your doctor's appointment to have this conversation is totally normal. And that even though you're feeling scared, it does not mean there's something wrong with you. The next step is letting your doctor know there are things that you want to talk about. As soon as he or she walks in the room, let them know that you have a couple of things you want to address as part of your appointment. Before they get going with asking you questions, make it clear that you have some things that you want to talk about. If you want to make it very clear, you can actually hand them your agenda so they're very well aware of exactly the things that are on your mind right now. You want to let them know that you have things you want to talk about during the appointment early on in the appointment so that they're able to rearrange their workflow in their mind and make sure that they address your needs. It also holds you accountable to making sure you talk to them about these things. If you let them know early on, then they're expecting the conversation to happen instead of you looking for the words to be able to interrupt them while they're talking to you or pull them back into the room on their way out when you really have things on your mind that you want addressed. The more I think about it, the more I like the idea of handing your doctor a list of things that you want to make sure you address. Because that implies some shared responsibility. You gave them the list, and now it's their responsibility to make sure that they cover everything that you're asking for. If you hold on to the list, then it's possible that you may skip something over because it's easier for you to make an excuse in the moment and brush off the conversation. But if they have it in their hand, then they're going to read it and know it's something you want to talk about. And with the mental health aspect of diabetes, it's important to talk about them. It's important to let your doctor know exactly what's going on for you so they can do everything they can to help you. And then step number six, you want to be able to talk to your doctor and be very clear about what's going on for you. And this is where the assessment that we talked about at the very beginning of this episode comes into play. You want to be able to tell your doctor exactly what's going on for you. For example, You may say, I'm feeling really burnt out by my CGM alarms, especially when they're going off in the middle of class and in the middle of the night. And my wife is really upset as well because they wake her up. Is there something that we can do to minimize the alarms while also keeping me safe? That's a great way of framing how you feel. Not only telling them exactly how you're feeling, but you're also telling them how it's impacting your life. And asking them for specific advice about how to navigate what you're experiencing right now. While you want to tell them what's going on in a very clear way, you also don't want to sugarcoat it. You want to let them know exactly what's going on and exactly how it's making you feel. 
Because the last thing that you want them to do is brush off your concern. And if you give it to them straight, it'll be really hard for them to brush it off. It can also be helpful to have an outcome in mind. So in the example I gave a minute ago about alarms going off during class and in the middle of the night, what this person is really looking for is the ability to sleep better, is the ability not to be woken up all the time by alarms. And hopefully the doctor has some resources. Maybe the doctor can adjust the alarm setting during the night and also maybe adjust basal rates in order to keep your blood sugar more stable so the alarms don't wake you up. But sometimes what you want is not some sort of tip or trick from the doctor, but just them to listen to you. And you may want to also tell them that as well. You know, you say, I'm, re- I'm feeling really alone in my diabetes right now, and I want to let you know that I'm really struggling. And hopefully, they'll respond well and provide you support, but also listen to you with an empathic ear. Sometimes, there may be nothing they can do to change your situation, but listening to you and trying to understand your experience in the context of your diabetes and your life, I think is really powerful. But the bottom line is you've got to be clear and you've got to be direct about what's going on for you, how it's impacting you, and what is your desired outcome from the conversation. It can be anything from having to make adjustments to your basal rates and your alarm settings to just listening to you and empathizing with you and trying to understand the struggles that you're having. Hopefully, when you bring these things up with your endocrinologist, they'll be able to give you exactly what you're looking for. They'll be able to support you, make adjustments to whatever they need to make adjustments to, and also give you access to other resources that can help you in your emotional struggles. But there may be some times when you don't get the response that you want, or the doctor just doesn't seem to care. That's when we have to talk about set number seven. And I hope that this doesn't happen to any of you, but it may. It may already have happened to you. And that is recognizing when a doctor is not a good fit. Just because someone's a doctor does not mean they have to be your doctor. You have to find doctors that you're comfortable with and who can really support you in the way that you need to be supported. And there are some endos out there that you may not click with or may not be able to give you the support that you need. And if that's the case, I want to be very clear it is okay to fire your endo. You are in control of your healthcare. And if your endo is not giving you what you need, find a new endo. If you want to let them know what's going on and why you're you're leaving their practice, feel free. But that's not an obligation either. You can just make an appointment with somebody else. That's completely your right. And sometimes firing your endo, either by telling them that they're fired or by walking with your feet, can make you feel empowered in your life with diabetes, that you stood up for yourself and you were assertive about what you needed. And then when you didn't get what you need, you stood up for yourself and you made your needs known in a different way. I know that firing your endo can be anxiety provoking, but sometimes it's necessary. I want to leave you with this message. You have every right to ask for and get the support that you need from your endocrinologist. It takes some work, You have to make your needs known, but you have the right to do it. And so don't be scared. I hope your endo is supportive and is willing to listen to you and figure out how they can best serve you. And if that's the case, you have a winner. You have a great endocrinologist. You did great, and they're doing great too. You were able to let them know what you needed, and they were able to provide the support in the best way possible. And if that doesn't work out for you, 
there are other endos out there who can give you that support. So don't be scared to find them. If you want more information about how to talk to your endocrinologist about your mental health needs and hear from other people, I want to invite you to join me at my virtual workshop happening on October 21st, 2021, called Reimagine T1D. At this workshop, we're going to have a session devoted to talking to your endo about your mental health needs and how to get the support that you need. You will hear from other people with diabetes about their experience talking to their endo, what's worked and what hasn't, and what has empowered them to really be assertive and get the support they need from their endo, even if it hasn't been easy. To register for this free event, go to www.reimagined1d.com. So I really encourage you to register right now for this free workshop. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with one other person with type 1 diabetes who could benefit from it. And also, please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating and review. I love hearing from you guys. So please, if you'd like to, send me an email to markatthediabetespsychologist.com or DM me on Instagram. Let me know what's challenging for you in your life with type 1 diabetes and let me be here to support you. Remember, type 1 diabetes is not easy, but you can have an easier time with it. And I'll see you next week, same time, same place. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening. For more resources, you can visit www.thediabetespsychologist.com and be sure to sign up for the email list for access to exclusive content. I'm Dr. Mark Heyman, and tune in next time for the latest episode of the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. Podcast.